Welcome back to another episode of 180 Degrees, you guys. Welcome back, guys. How have your weekend been, Zoe? Well, my weekend was filled with lots of studying. I have a paper due now. So I have not been able to get much else done except for just basically, you know, preparing for that paper. I was actually talking to you about it and it's very important. So... Yeah, that's what I did this weekend. Do you know what you did this weekend? Do I know what <laughs> I did this weekend? Hey, man, like, do I not forget, like, everything I've done, like, when I walk in here? Um, yes, I do remember what I did this weekend. I was in Marysburg. It was really nice. Visiting my sister for a moment, uh, seeing my niece. Got back today, so this weekend was filled with a lot of traveling. Oh, wow, really? That sounds very eventful. More than what I did this weekend. Well... Assignments are valid too. Are they though? Mm, I don't think so. They do be. I mean, I guess if you want to complete your degree. But enough about me complaining about my assignments, you guys. This is going to be such a fun show for you guys. We have a very interesting, we have a very interesting conversation that that's going to be a part of our interview. We have a What's Down in Cape Town, which is actually confined to your house because, as you guys know, we cannot go down in Cape Town. We are in stage four lockdown. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then we have a Bible quiz, a happy health tip, and yeah, that's pretty much what we have chalked up for you guys. Yeah, Inga will be joining, hopefully via uh, either telephone or Zoom. She cannot be with us in the studio this evening. We miss her terribly, Inga, if you are listening. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. Now, welcome to the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. You are joined here on 180 Degrees with me, Zoe George. I'm a, <laughs> and me, I'm a Ryan Vice. As well as Inga Sopo. And me, Inga Sopo. <laughs> welcome, Inga. After some technical difficulties, <laughs> the team has pulled through. Yes, indeed we have. We oh, s- I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Sorry, I'm late, guys. <laughs> it's totally chill, dude. It's. It was out of our hands, honestly. But I'm so glad for us to start this what's down in Cape Town, or rather what's down in your couch, since we cannot go down into Cape Town just yet. So this week's what down in, what's down in Cape Town is actually what's down in your kitchen. It is a four-ingredient bread recipe. That is my sister's go-to recipe. It's really good with soups, so I can really recommend it to you guys for that. So the ingredients is three cups of flour, half a teaspoon of yeast, one teaspoon of salt, and one and a half cups lukewarm water. So this bread, you mix it all together, and then you have to leave it 8 till 24 hours covered. Wow. So it is four ingredients, but you prep it the night before if you want it the next day. Then you put an oven-safe leaded dish in the oven at 230 degrees for half an hour. This is the oven-safe dish without the dough in. You put the dough on a well-floured surface, let it sit for half an hour, the half an hour that the dish is in the oven for. You put it in the dish, and then you bake it for half an hour. You remove the lid, and then you bake it for 15 minutes. So the dough's bake time is 45 minutes, but the dish has to have has to be pre-warmed for half an hour. Wow. So it's easy mm. enough. It just sounds really complicated. I've seen it happen before. So if you guys want to listen to that recipe again, remember to uh, look at the podcast on www.kpulpit.co.za. It will be under the 180 degrees show. Yes. You know, this recipe that you've oh. given, it's like really reminiscent of the very first lockdowns when everyone was just making banana bread. That is why I thought <laughs> yes. of it. 
Yes, it's very nice though. And since you may not want to be going out as much because, you know, of the rising cases of COVID, this is also nice. It's a and, great way to get bread. Yeah, and the bread is really, as I said, really good for soups, which, I mean, with a cold front hitting yes. us, absolutely ideal right now. So true. So true. Zoe on 180 degrees. Now let's just go straight into the interview section of the show. Now, if you guys would like to watch us on Facebook Live, that is also an option for you guys. You can tune in on our Facebook page, which is Radio K Pulpit at 729 AM. And yes, we would love to have you there. We have a very special guest in studio. He's actually a presenter here at this lovely station. We have Pastor Olu George. Now, Pastor has currently just written a book. And he's not just an author, he's a teacher, a radio presenter, a father. And his newly published book, which is called Stress Less, Le Four, is a reprint of his original book, which is was titled Stressless Living. And it has been reprinted at a very crucial and important time. I feel like it's very relevant for it to come out now because we just live in a lot of stressful happenings right now. It's a very stressful time to be alive. So I'd just like to say good evening, Pastor George. Good evening, Zoe. George. Thank you for having me. <laughs> We're so delighted to have you live and in studio. So I would just like to ask you, why did you originally write this book in the 90s? Well, I was getting married to your mother and uh, <laughs> under very stressful circumstances, I had just lost my job, lost my car and nothing. And it didn't make sense to get married at that point. Um, so I went to the Lord in prayer, and the Lord gave me a revelation from Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for you will find rest for your soul. I had a supernatural encounter with that scripture. I began to experience a peace that didn't make sense. You know, like in Philippians chapter 4, it says, a peace that passes all understanding. So I, the way I saw life changed, the way I spoke changed, the way I walked even changed. And um, that was the original reason I wrote the book. I felt obligated to share that piece with the world because here was I getting so worked up, so stressed out, and suddenly I have peace. And God supernaturally supplied all our needs for that wedding. Amen. And uh, the day after my wedding, I got a job. You know, so that's the first reason. Then I wrote the book. A friend of mine read it, and her life was so touched that her colleagues at work started asking her what happened to her. She told them she read the book and then came back and bought 30 books. And then the final reason I wrote it now is that I see what the enemy is doing to the whole world. People are terrified. People are stressed out. Now, the Bible says in the end times, in the King James Version, perilous times shall come. In the Amplified, it says, times of great stress that are difficult to bear. And I know for a fact mm. that whatever stress we are going through now is only a beginning. Mm. So, and I have, I've gone through this, all these 400 days of lockdown that they told us was two weeks. And I had zero stress. I have no fears. I'm not terrified about anything. And I felt I've got to share that with my brothers and sisters. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's really good. That's very noble. Thank you. So I'd like, I'd like to ask, what are your goals concerning this book? My goal is to put this book 
in the hands of as many people as possible. You see, I'm not just selling a book. I'm ministering the book to the whole world. As a matter of fact, one of the things that drove me yeah. to release the book at this time, I saw that believers and unbelievers were behaving exactly the same way. Churches and pastors and bishops were behaving exactly like people that have never been in church, equally terrified, mm. equally terrorized, equally hopeless. Yeah. And I felt as if God was depending on me. I felt like a call to war. So I'm not just just trying to sell a book. I want to get this book into the hands of those who could never afford it. Mm. For example, I'm, I'm doing a drive in next month, and that is to get a thousand books into prisons. Mm. So what's my dream? My dream is that millions of people will be affected by this book. Uh, my dream is that when mm. they read the book, the supernatural peace that I experience will be imparted to them. Yes. Just like it was to that friend of mine, that banker friend of mine. In fact, her name was Mrs. Morgan. Mm. That's about all I can tell you. <laughs> I'm hoping that God spreads that peace <laughs> across the globe through this book. Mm. Ministering through the book, yes. Mm. Wow. Amazing. And what moved you to completely rewrite the book instead of printing it as it was? Well, I have grown a little bit intellectually, <laughs> spiritually. To be honest with you, when I read that book, I was slightly embarrassed. <laughs> you know, I, it was I, I, I didn't understand that 25-year-old me. No, I'm not 25 years old. 25 years ago, person that was myself. So I had t- totally yes. changed. I, it wasn't a decision. I just read it and I had to change it. And God had expanded the revelation, mm. had grown in it. And I'm very, very, I don't want to say proud, but I'm very pleased that God has used me. And I've, the yes. feedback I've received so far in the last month uh, confirms that I did the right thing by rewriting the book. <laughs> so why do you think people today struggle so much with fear and stress? Ignorance is the biggest Bible says in the book of Hosea, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. A lack of knowledge. A lack of knowledge. Champions become weaklings when they are ignorant. That is why Satan controls knowledge. If you go to any dictatorships, you will see that the government tries to control what you know. In the days of slavery, Slaves were not allowed to read. In the days of apartheid, people of color were not allowed quality education. Mm. Because once you know, you can't be exploited. Mm. So the root of fear is ignorance and, if I may say, misinformation. And we live in the era of fake news. Everything is fake right now. Fake news, fake churches, Mm. fake medication, fake uh, panacea, fake treatments. Everything is fake. So knowledge is key. Revelation knowledge. Knowledge from mm. God. Knowledge from God's word. Mm. Um, you mentioned earlier in the interview that you would like to go into prisons and like give out the books and also just distribute it to people who cannot access the book or would normally not be able to. So can you tell us more about like your desires for prison ministry specifically or any other group of people you'd like to get the books to? I think it's unfortunate that um, money has to become a factor mm. when it comes to spreading the word of God. I think it's really unfortunate. But the reality, though, is I paid a graphic artist, I paid an editor, I paid somebody who did the formatting, 
I paid someone who did the UV spot graphics. I paid some printing press. You know, I paid a courier company, for example, to send the books to those who have purchased them locally and internationally. The word of God is free. The gospel is free, but printing presses are not free. I mean, we're preaching the word of God on radio. It's free, but we pay almost 200000 a month for transmitter. So the cost is important. So yeah. the, the strategy God gave me, even with the printing of the initial uh, print, God says, go to people who have a little more than enough, who can pay for themselves and pay for someone else. So I created something I've called the great company. The great company are those men and women who say, who say to me, Olu, I want to help you get this book across to somebody else. So I'm going to buy for myself. I'm going to buy for someone else. And w- when that happens, then I can gladly go to the nearest prison to my house, which would be the one in Goodwood, mm-hmm. and give out some. And then I'll go to the mm-hmm. next one in Paul and the next one in until I cover the whole country. And then I'll go into Africa and then go into the rest of the world. I also want to go to schools, especially in very yes. poor areas, higher institutions and even mm-hmm. high schools. You know, I, I really just want to get, I don't really care that much about selling and selling and selling. I just, if I can get this book down with 10 million people, I will do it. But yeah. God has to give me investors and partners to do it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't yes. buy it. <laughs> it just means I'm more committed to getting it out than just selling a book. Well, talking about uh, buying uh. a book, can you let us know where the listeners can purchase your book? If you want a hard copy, then you can contact me by WhatsApp. O eight one three hundred double six double three, O eight one three hundred double six double three. But if you want a soft copy, the best way to go is go to our website, olugeorgeministries.global, O L U G E O R G E ministries plural dot global. Once you get to the landing page, you cannot miss it. You will see two buttons saying buy soft copy or buy digital. You can download the book immediately. Mm. I'd like to ask if you have any plans for any future books or any other types of projects. I believe I'll be writing books until Jesus takes me home. (laughs) I've actually got three books. Two are fully ready to go and one is probably 90% ready to go. But I want this, this book to go out first before the others come on. But I'll be writing. I've been writing for 25 years. Hmm. And I don't think I'll ever stop. That's, that's my biggest, that's what I, that's my passion to write and to speak. Hmm. Would you like to rewrite any of the other Hmm. books? Interestingly, two of the other three are rewritten as well. (laughs) But the one I'm working on currently is a brand new, brand new work. Wow. And I've got brand new titles in my, in my computer that I'm going to be working on. Hmm. Do you have any advice for anyone out there who would want to write a book or is struggling with the ability to write a book or whether they've actually been called to write something? Anybody can write a book, really. And there are people online that teach you to do that now. For any reason, you want to make money, you want to build your business. But as a believer, I would want to ask God. Hmm. That's, I'm just old school that way. I want to find out what message has he put in my heart. If you're going to write a book, think about the word, the thing that matters to you. At the time I wrote this book, living a life without worry, a life without fear, a life without inferiority, boredom, uh, 
I mentioned anxiety, right? Yeah. Living a life of peace, of supernatural peace was so big for me because it was exciting. It was like finding a treasure. So it was natural to write a book about it. I don't encourage people to just write a book to make money. Look for what you are passionate about. Something that is, for example, uh, when I saw the fear, the tangible fear terrorizing the whole world, I knew it was time to rewrite that book. It was easy to do that. So I think your passions and the things that God has put heavy in your heart should guide uh, writing a book if you are supposed to write. I don't think everyone's supposed to write a book, <laughs> but I think many, many can write a book. Yes. And I think the other advice you mentioned as well, like having the editor, having the designer, yeah. you know, spreading around that, uh, mm. the, the responsibility of that and bringing people onto the team. Yes. I think that's really good advice as well. Don't try to do everything yourself. Have a support system that works with you on that. Yes, it's true. And yes. maybe we should say in the olden days, you didn't write a book if you didn't get a contract with some big time publisher. Times have changed. You, the best way to do it now is to self publish. Mm. Uh, you don't have to wait for their budget. You don't have to make compromises you know, for their timing. If you go through a traditional a publisher, you may be in for three years. might take three years because they have other projects and yours might not be priority. But if you are doing your own stuff, you can do it in three months. You can do it in less. Mm. In fact, there are people now writing a book over mm. a weekend. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You get the outline and over a weekend, they write a whole book. And some of them have sold thousands and yeah. have made millions of dollars. Books written overnight, just like that. Um, some even just just dictate the books. They don't have to even physically write anymore. And then there's text, uh, voice to text yeah. softwares that convert it. So it's, it, it's if if God has called you to write a book, um, I think it's easier than ever. And uh, everybody of the eight billion or so people in the world doesn't have to read your book. It's just about one million of them reading your book, and you'll be fine. So true. Mm. Now I'd like to lastly ask. How can anyone listening follow your ministry? The best way to follow my ministry is to go to our website, olugeorgeministries.global. I also have a link tree address, <laughs> which uh, I think is https colon forward slash uh, link L I N K T R dot E E forward slash Olu George. Mm -hmm. That gives you all our social media handles, our podcast, and everything we are doing. But if you don't remember the link tree, just go to Olu George Ministries dot global. Everything we do is on there and it's very easy to navigate. Wow. You guys heard it here, maybe not first, but you definitely heard it here. Thank you so much, Pastor George, mm -hmm. for joining us on Thank this you. Monday. Thank you. Thank you for the very inspirational interview. I feel like writing a book now. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed my time here. Yes. Thank you. Now let's just go straight on into the mystery Bible quiz. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. And we are currently in the mystery Bible quiz section of the show. Bible it's quiz. Whoop, whoop. 
indeed it is fun especially after such a such a fun interview. So I believe um, Amarain is going to take the reins yes. on the Bible quiz. So the question for this week is how many times did God call to out to young... Oh, I can't see the full question. Zoe, could you please read it for us? Okay. So it says, how many times did God call out to young Samuel in the night as he was lying down in the house of the Lord? Was it hmm, four times, three times, once or 20 times. Think about that. The answer can be found in 1 Samuel 3, verse 3 to 10. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. We had a question for you guys as a part of this week's Bible quiz. Yeah. And it yes. was an interesting... So that question was... How many times did God call out to young Samuel in the night? As he was lying down in the house of the Lord. You had four options. It was, was it four times, three times, once or 20 times? And the answer is, Zoe, give me a drum roll. All right. <laughs> four times. Yeah. Four times. Indeed. That is a that is a fun one, you guys. Four times. It couldn't have been 20 times. He would have been there the whole night. It's insane. But yeah, all of you guys who guessed correctly, you can give yourselves a pat on the back. You know how to, if you didn't know this off the top of your head, you know how to flick through your Bible relatively easily. Now let's head on into the happy health tip. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Indeed, they really, really That will are. always be my favorite line. So true. So true. So let us just go into the happy health tip. And yeah, it's a pretty interesting one. Yeah. Yes. So for today, the happy health tips we are looking at is your everyday mental health tips. So I'm going to give five tips for tonight. Number one is practice self-care and make yourself a priority. It's not being selfish. It's just taking care of yourself. The first step in practicing self-care is to take care of your body. And in order to do this, it is important to eat healthy exercise and get enough sleep but self-care also goes to you know checking in with yourself where you at number two disconnect from electronics and social media That's can i tell one. you when i that is a very good one when i gave birth and i didn't worry about my phone <laughs> can i tell you how relaxed and how my mind was just switched off from everything like you know seeing a notification and thinking okay i'm not obligated to reply let me not want to reply because that's the thing if you see that notification you're like i should i should reply you have a more of what's happening on the net actually (laughs) on the internet actually that's how i felt so relaxed after i deactivated my instagram like i want to come back but 
I enjoy the peace <laughs> of not being online. Every single time I try to oh, send Zoe yes. on Instagram, she, her Instagram is deactivated. And then three yeah, days no, later, I'm, I'm like, say. she's <laughs> posting stories again. I'm like, oh, now I can send her both. <laughs> no, gone. Uh, I'm going to come back. That's I what I want you to say. Every time I want to tag Zoe and I don't see it, I'm like, am I blocked? What's going on? Then I see she's back again the next week. Yes. (laughs) Number three. (laughs) Number three says engage in activities that provide meaning. Partake in activities that make you feel happy, productive, and challenge your creativity. Number four. Volunteer. The meaning and purpose derived from helping others or the community can enrich and expand your life and make you happier. Hmm. And the final tip, final, final tip is engage in, so over here it says engage in meditation and or mindfulness. But I would like to say also, you know, just keeping your mind at rest, checking in with yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically. Mm, so true. I really loved all of the tips you gave today. I especially like the volunteer one because I found that on the show, we generally talk yeah. to a lot of like NGOs and people who just do positive things for the community. And I'm so thankful for their contribution. And they usually have venues that you can go to to help them with their missions. So I think that's a very nice one. I'm, true. One, I'm one who believes yes. in volunteer work and how getting to help other people can actually fulfill you so much. No one ever talks about that. Volunteering is absolutely vital. Mm. So true. Any church will tell you that as well. (laughs) I know that's right. But yeah. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. 12 minutes. So we still have 12 minutes to chat. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. We only have a few more minutes left before we have to throw it forward to the next youth show that plays after us. But it's insane. This was quite a fun show. Yeah, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. For everyone who didn't catch it, we had a phenomenal interview with Zoe's dad, Pastor George. It was a lot mm. of fun. It's great to see them heckling each other in the <laughs> studio. It, it was an African <laughs> summit say disabilityness. It was great. Yeah. He's a very good radio personality. Yes, he actually is definitely, on. He's definitely. got about two other shows. Yeah, so if you guys want to hear more of Pastor George, tune into his shows. He's on really early in the morning. Yes, he also has a show called Focus that plays, I think, nationally as well. It's also available on the podcast, which you guys can check out on our website, which is www.kpulpit.co.za. You can also find our podcast there. You can find... And there's an archive of our podcast there. So if there's an old show you'd like to go and listen to... They are up there. So true. And if you want to see our Facebook lives, you can alternatively check out our Facebook page, which is Radio K Pulpit. And you can also check out our specific page since we are a part of the I Am Youth Movement. So the I Am Youth Movement, yes. which is also on Facebook, as well as the I Am Y Movement, which is on Instagram. If you guys want to catch up with us, if you guys want to talk to us directly, you can send us a WhatsApp at 081-791657. But my goodness. We're going to have to say goodbye right now, guys. But do not worry. We will be back here again in studio next week with another fantastic interview. And I would encourage you guys to carry on listening because we're about to change things up in a very short amount of time. And you guys don't want to miss it at all. So for now, this has been 180 Degrees. Signing Signing out. out. Signing out.